0: Hey, and just a quick reminder that the audio-only versions of these Vital MX interviews are available on the Vital MX podcast page. Search for it anywhere you get your pods and let your friends know about it. Hey guys, Dark Side here with another Moto Moms. For episode 5, I have the one and only mother of Aiden Kiefer, wife to Chris Kiefer, the beautiful Heather Kiefer. What's up, Heather?
1: Hi, Jamie. How are you?
0: I'm hanging in there. I'm hanging in there. We're uh, we're going to give this another shot. We recorded this once, and we were not happy with it.
1: It was so bad.
0: <laughs> I, I don't think it was so bad, but I did listen back, and I felt like I did a poor job because it's supposed to be Moto Moms. I focused a little bit too much on Moto Wives. A little too much on... It was a little Chris heavy.
1: <laughs> it was a little Chris heavy, but I mean, what can I say? He is, he is my husband, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, it definitely factors into what we're about to get into, but let's get this thing rolling as I always do by a little bit of your background. Where did you grow up?
1: Um, I grew up, I was actually born in Greeley, Colorado, and then we moved to Hesperia, California when I was like, hmm, was I seven years old? And I was, I was not pumped about it. Like I didn't want (laughs) to leave my family. I'm an only child. I was my grandparents pride and joy. So I was really bummed to move to the high desert.
0: I would imagine it's uh, a big change, Colorado to the high des.
1: Yeah. Oh, big change. Go from beautiful mountains and green to 50 shades of brown.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Everything's dead, Uh, (laughs) including life. And
1: and windy and just. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, growing up, I know you did some competitive ice skating. Were you a competitive person and did, and how was ice skating competitively for you as a child or as, as a young adult?
1: So I'm going to correct you. I did competitive roller skating. Oh,
0: I miss. Okay. I, I screwed so, that up.
1: That's okay. Same thing as ice skating, but on roller skates. Um, yeah, I was, I was competitive, but not, not super competitive. Like it wasn't, I don't know. I didn't have that like, Fire, I guess mm. that drive. I just enjoyed it.
0: And how long? How many years did you do that?
1: Oh my gosh, I did it until I turned nineteen.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: So pretty much half of my lifetime. Now that I'm forty, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's true. That's true. We don't need to talk about age. No, not <laughs> so. Before you met your husband, Chris Kiefer, <coughs> I'm joking. Uh, what you okay? was your yeah, I'm good. What was good. your knowledge of motocross? Did you know anything about the sport?
1: I knew absolutely nothing,
0: okay, so you, I mean
1: I knew what I knew what color each dirt bike was, but i didn't I didn't know anything about anything,
0: so you meet Chris and you guys start dating, and of course he's all in, so at some point you kind of have to learn a little bit and get involved. What were your initial thoughts on the sport
1: um I was just honestly, I was kind of taken back by it. Like I, I knew nothing, and so he started teaching me the ways. And from the beginning of our relationship, he said, "This is this is what I do. This is my passion. You either get on the train or get off the train." So I hopped aboard, and here <laughs> we
0: are. Well, once you hop aboard the train and you start going to the races, do you start finding some enjoyment in, in it? Just watching him compete and kind of start to maybe not have a passion for it, but find some enjoyment.
1: Absolutely. I, I vividly remember we had gone to a friend's house and he had like a little pit bike track in his backyard. It was one of my husband's like best friends at the time. And he comes riding out and he's like popping a wheel. I was like, Oh, this is kind of hot. Like I like (laughs) this. Okay. I could, I can get down with this. We're here. Let's do this. All right. But no, I, I've, I've found enjoyment watching him race. Like it's very exciting to watch him do something that he is passionate about and he loves and he's good at. and I like to be a part of that.
0: And once you become pregnant with Aiden, was there ever a discussion when he's in the womb of, Oh, I hope my kid rides, you know, I hope it's a boy. I want him to ride or how, how soon did, uh, discussions of your child getting a dirt bike come along?
1: Honestly, like when I found out I was pregnant, like we never really talked about mm-hmm. Aiden riding. Like I think Chris, Chris always had this, if he wants to ride cool, if he doesn't cool, like he would never pushed Aiden to ride his dirt bike. Like we got him an offset and he absolutely loved his offset. And he got into trials and we built a trials course in the backyard with some rocks and some logs and a ramp and, Aiden was all about that, but we would go to the track and Chris would be like, do you want to bring your bike and ride? And he'd be like, eh. like he just never really cared about it. Like he mm-hmm. played football for four years. He was more interested in playing in the dirt at the track and making little dirt bike tracks with his toys and riding his dirt scooter. than he was getting on his bike and actually going out and motoing.
0: Yeah, I remember the football years. I remember seeing you post things, and I think I even the first time I came to the house, he was still into football, and it yeah. wasn't so big. But then I believe around COVID, he's homeschooling and he starts going on the track probably more with Chris. And is that when it really became more serious for him?
1: Yes, when COVID hit and school was, I don't want to say on the back burner, but you know everyone's sent home and they're doing Zooms and all that nonsense. It's when it really took off for him. And then it was, let's go race Loretta's Mm. and Aiden had tried to qualify for Loretta's in 2017 and he made it to the regional and then didn't make it past the regional. And he just really didn't care. But what's funny is I have a video of Aiden when he was four or five years old and he's in the gym and he's on the rower. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm training, and I'm like training for what? And he's all Loretta's, and I'm like I didn't even know what Loretta's was. I'm like okay. And he's all Ryder D. I'm coming for you, Mister. And I'm <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm like Look, this is cute. Like I don't even know who Ryder D is at the time. I'm like but okay, like whatever. I Aiden, mean, he would watch videos on his phone of like Ryder D when he was little and other kids motoing, but he never like cared about going and racing, which was really weird to me. I'm like oh
0: well, whatever. Well that's that's probably a good thing. He didn't get burnt out. He had other passions and hobbies and kind of decided on his own that okay, now I am into this. He I think that's good. He kind of looked at the other side of life a little bit first.
1: Absolutely. It it's funny because I told Chris the other day, I'm like, we were I was at the track and we were watching him race. I'm like, he came from us. Like, that's pretty crazy. Like <laughs> to see his growth over the past couple of years and I mean he hasn't won a lot. He, I mean, it's one of few things, but he's not like the top kid in his class. But just to see him improve and have goals is really exciting to me.
0: Yeah, as a parent, you're very proud of him and he's being successful. Even if winning every race, like you could say winning every race, obviously is very successful. But the way he presents himself and how hard he works is also show success uh, i think it's success in your parenting and success in his drive so i i can see where the being a proud mom would come along yes
1: and i am a proud mom
0: <laughs> for sure we, we we've we've heard this on many of your pods your uh, coffee with the keepers, and you know, we know you're a very proud mom and it's it's really cool to hear um again you you, you chris raced chris worked in it has worked in the industry he worked for dirt rider and as test rider so you were around all that for years, but once Aiden starts taking it more serious, how does that change for you psychologically? With concern, and you know, it's your son is starting to take it serious. The uh, the threat of injuries become greater. Uh, the amount of money you have to spend spend becomes greater. Like, how did that change for you?
1: You know, honestly, as he gets older and he progresses, it gets a little bit more heightened every mm-hmm. day. Like. I feel like I am more stressed now than I was when he first started riding. I mean, obviously he's on a bigger bike, he's going faster, he's doing bigger things and it's very scary. But I also remember that this is what he wants to do and this is what he loves. And I will support him 100%. If, if he came to us tomorrow and said, I don't want to do this anymore, we'd be like, okay, cool. Like what's your, what's your next plan then? But obviously I want him to succeed. I know that he has the capability. It's whether he wants to continue to do that.
0: What is the difference? Oh, go ahead. Are you done? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were about to, I thought you were about to say something else. Um, what is the difference? How do you feel differently? I'm worrying is terrible, but in, when, when Chris is riding again, he rides almost every day of the week and Aiden rides pretty much every day. Is there a difference in in how you feel about the two of them riding when you're at work and you're thinking about my son or my, my husband, is it a similar feeling or concern or thought process, or is it different?
1: It's slightly different with the two of them with Chris. I know that he's not going out on the track during a practice day and hanging it out there. Mm. Like I know that he's going to ride smart and be safe. Not saying that Aiden doesn't ride smart and be safe, but Let's face it. He's 17 and these kids go out there and they think they need to dick measure. So it it does scare me a little bit, but I know that Aiden's not going to do anything stupid to risk his life or anyone else out there because Chris has taught him track etiquette and what to do and what not to do. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: I don't, I don't really stress a whole lot. And I kind of just, I found my work. I really just don't think about it (laughs) until they like text me and I'm like, okay, good. They're safe. They're on their way home.
0: Yeah, you've become accustomed to it at this point because it is a. It's not like it's just oh uh, every other week and they go ride. It's every day,
1: every day. Yeah. I mean, there has Aiden has had some crashes, and I have not been there for them. And Chris will call me and be like, "Oh, I think Aiden broke his hand today," and I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, you might need to come home and take him to the doctor." And I'm like, "I don't panic. I'm just kind of like, okay, like I wasn't there to see it, and I guess maybe it's better that way because I right. would probably lose my mind if I was there and saw it."
0: yeah yeah that's that's the mother in you obviously. Um, yes. what about when they're successful? if they both win on a given race day, what's the reaction? because we hear Chris always say if she cares more about Aiden and how he does and fuck fuck me. So like realistically, <laughs> you know what's the what's the difference in uh, proud mom versus proud wife?
1: I'm proud of both of them. like it doesn't matter like for Chris, when he races. I get, I just know that he's going to win. I mean, when he lines up, like he's in the 40 class, unless Brownie's there, I'm not really too concerned if Brownie's there then it's like, well, shit, you know, (laughs) with Aiden, I know he's got a stacked class. So for him to go out and win against other kids that are really good writers like him, it's a little bit more exciting.
0: Okay. Fair enough. I, I think that was a good answer. (laughs)
1: I mean, we'll see what Chris says about it. Yeah.
0: Well, we don't care what Chris says. His opinion doesn't matter. (laughs) Something that I've noticed because I have had the, the pleasure of hanging out at your house and going to the track with you is how involved you have become after all these years from washing the gear, packing the food. Uh, we've kind of made fun of you for running the stopwatch for the boys, Um, but you, you you treat us all. You treat me, you treat all the boys as if we're family were almost equal to your husband and son. And it, 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 for me, it was really special. It was really nice to have that. But talk about what that means for you, having that role.
1: When people come to our house, I want them to feel like they're a part of the family. I want them to feel welcome, and it's an inviting environment, and they can just be one of us. And I, just, I like to take care of people. So I try to treat everyone the same way that I treat Chris and Aiden, if it's, you know, making dinner for everyone, or do you need some gear washed? I mean, I have no problem doing that. I just, I'm, I have that motherly instinct and I just like to take care of people.
0: Well, that shows. And again, I want to thank you again, publicly for all the things you've done for me when I've been at your house or even when I've just come to a track and you've been there, you always offer me food and yeah, you're, you're a very special woman. And I, I think Chris and Hayden are very lucky to have you. Oh, well, thank you. You're welcome. Now, I want to talk about the nickname that you were given a couple years ago when Aiden did start to take this very serious, A&H, <laughs> Amateur National Heather, which I think she's gone away a little bit, but talk about A&H and how that came to be.
1: Oh my gosh, a A&H. and Honestly, I'm kind of embarrassed by it now. Like I look <laughs> back and I'm like, God, I wish I didn't act like that. Mm-hmm. Um the first year I actually went to Loretta's in 2017 with just Chris and at that time I still didn't really understand the whole Loretta's hype and then when we went back with Aiden I was a little bit more into it I guess of course it's, it's nerve wracking regardless if it's Aiden or Chris on that 40 man gate at Loretta's when it drops because you know that first turn is it's crazy and shit can go sideways real quick So when Aiden went out to race, I was a nervous wreck and I had some seltzers and I think I drank three of them in the course of his 15 minute moto. And I'm really ashamed (laughs) to say that now because I'm like, God, I was that mom at the track. So I really try not to be that mom anymore and be more reserved and kind of. Cool, calm, and collected. I mean, I will scream at Aiden, and he can hear me on the track. He's told me before, Mom, I was on the other side of the track, and I could hear you screaming. And I'm like, good. I'm glad you could hear
0: me. He'll appreciate that in 10 years.
1: I No, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It <laughs> might be more of will. an embarrassment. Like, nah. oh, that's my mom. I'm going to put my head down and not look at her right now. Yeah,
0: right now. But in 10 years, 15 years, he'll get it. And he'll he'll appreciate That you were one of the parents that was there and so supportive. And I, I definitely want to talk about your parenting here in just a moment. But I want to first talk about Chris's popularity. And that does roll downhill a little bit to Aiden. But Chris is a very popular public figure in our industry. Gets lots of emails. Gets lots of topics when he's on the Pulp Show. Pretty much most people in our industry know who Chris is. And they've become to know who Aiden and yourself are. How do you feel about that?
1: I like it. I mean, it's nice for people to come up and be like, Oh, we listened to your podcast. And I feel like I know you. It's, it's very, it's a warm feeling and very inviting. And I appreciate it so much because I know that my husband does a lot and he works his ass off and he's always trying to help people. And I see Aiden starting to kind of follow in his footsteps. And that's really nice to see. Cause it shows that he's maturing and growing up and he understands what his dad does and he respects it. and It's just nice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really cool. And I, I think for the most part, the public and the industry itself, not just the public, the fa- not just the fans really have a respect for Chris and they see Aiden and how Aiden pr- presents himself because of the way you guys parent and he's gaining respect amongst his peers and amongst the industry also. So I love seeing that. So I do want to jump into the parenting. You, Chris has his own podcast. You do Coffee with the Kiefer's every so often, and you do podcasts like The Road to Loretta's, The Road to Mammoth, where Aiden gets on there, and you talk about, and Chris talks about how you feel about parenting. And Chris and yourself can be hard on Aiden, but I think in a way that you're teaching him great lessons. Chris, this is going to be a really long Question. I apologize, but Chris has talked about one of the reasons he loves Aiden being a part of the sport is he's teaching him to be a good young man through the the lessons of motocross, and I think that's somewhat rare these days the way you parent. But I see it because Aiden is very very friendly, very very courteous and respectful. Yes, he acts like a teenager once in a while, but that's to be expected. But I think you guys are doing a wonderful job, and I love that it's sort of an old school '80s parenting job
1: yeah Chris and I have always taught him from a younger age that you always you shake hands you look a person in the eye you be respectful talk to them be approachable and it has actually he's picked up on that a lot I mean we have had some issues in the past where you know he's been kind of a little turd but I mean he is a teenager this is before he was even he's like preteen mm-hmm We always tell him, when you go out, you are representing our family. You're representing your dad's business. You have a name that you have to hold up and people will see that. And I don't know. I just, some of these kids are just little turds and they act like little buttheads. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Aiden can be a shithead at times. And Chris will, Chris and I both call him on it all the time, but we really teach him just to be A good person, you know, treat others with respect, treat others as you wish to be treated. You're not owed anything. Don't don't look for compliments when you're out doing something like just live your life. Be a good person.
0: Yeah, and that's to be commended. So and I think you again, I've said this a couple times, I guess I think you're doing a good job. I've had the pleasure of being around Aiden and yeah, he'll he'll bust my balls a little bit like he's one of the boys and that's that's fine. He's funny but he's also very respectful and you can tell the kid has a lot of heart and not meaning heart and competition, but heart towards people that he cares about and compassion.
1: Yes. He, he's a good kid. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that just because he's my kid, but he, he is a good kid and he, he's very genuine when it comes to other people and he's very respectful. And it's it's just nice to see that in him and know that you're, instilling some good values in your kid as he's growing up. Cause okay. I think some kids these days don't have good parenting. They don't have good values. They think that they're owed everything in life. They're spoiled. I mean, don't get me wrong. Aiden is very spoiled, but he also gets checked a lot too. Yeah.
0: That's what I was going to say. Yes. He, he gets a lot of industry benefits because of his dad um, yes. gets a lot of parts for free, but Chris does not let him just get away with being, As you like a uh, spoiled brat, he doesn't get to act that way. He he's made to understand. Hey, this is only one because of me, your dad, and you're very fortunate, and it could be taken away. So uh, yeah, you you teach him the lessons you need to, and I I I think he he understands.
1: Chris has really like been working with him, like trying to make him his own brand, so that Mm. he can do his own thing. He's like, I like to help you. He's like. You get a lot of things because of me, and I'm sure that a lot of people don't like that. But I, Aiden does work for a lot of his stuff, and I mean he's not just some dipshit that just gets a bunch of free stuff. Like I, he he works hard. He I feel like he deserves it, and it could just be because he's my kid, but. Um, Chris is really just trying to help him. So he's like, one day you can have your own thing and do your own thing and not be a part of me. He's like, I can't wait to go to the track and people be like, Oh look, there's Aiden Kiefer's dad instead of, Hey, there's Chris Aiden's dad. Mm-hmm. Like he, he can't wait for the roles to flip. And I hope that one day that does happen.
0: Yeah, I can see that happening. I, I, that, that's a really good wish for your kid. I like that. Um,
1: but I mean, honestly, Jamie, at the end of the day, like whether he makes it or not, as long as he's a good person, that's what Chris and I care about.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely the priority. We, I've noticed that in your parenting and things that have been said. So again, that's awesome. Like Chris, yeah, Chris does not really, and yourself do not care if he makes it as a pro that you would love that. But you, yeah, you care about his success as a human and how he treats others. And I think that's priority yes. one. So in the end, he's going to be a successful adult because of the way you parented. Um, Chris trying to do nationals And Aiden attempting to do Loretta's. Those are big time life events. There's a lot of lessons within those attempts. What do you take away from it as a mom and a wife watching them go after these uh, success, not success stories, but these goals?
1: Well, with Chris, he tried the nationals a few years ago and it wasn't good. And he wanted to show Aiden that look whether you're successful or not, you don't give up and you keep trying. And we tried it again this year and things again didn't go his way, but he's not giving up. I mean, we're currently here in Oklahoma training for Loretta's. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now, whether Chris goes and does another national or not, I'm not really sure what his plans are. I think there might be one more on the books, but it just depends with everything else that's going on. And he just, he wants to show Aiden that, no matter what happens, you you work hard. You don't give up. If things go bad, you know, you can over again and just keep working and not not let yourself down.
0: Yeah, definitely. And, and again, those are all things that Chris and you have talked about many times on the podcast and uh, I think you're implementing those well. What are you most proud of with Aiden?
1: With Aiden, I am... I'm just proud of how he has matured and he's coming into his own and just watching him grow up. he He's actually going to do summer school and graduate. Hopefully by the time we go to Loretta's. So I'm proud of him for that. You know, he's going to be an early graduate, mm. which will be nice. I won't have to be on him to do his schoolwork <laughs> next year, but just, him growing up and being mature and setting goals and watching him achieve his goals. That's, that's what I'm proud of.
0: What is your fondest memory with Aiden and Chris? It does not have to be race related, but it probably will be.
1: Um, honestly, my, probably my fondest memory is Loretta's in 2020. 2020. <laughs> Can you hear my husband in the background? <laughs> I could
0: hear him yelling. I could not quite make out what he said.
1: Well, he's not saying dark, so that's yeah, a plus.
0: That's I could <laughs> tell that that's not what it was. Yeah.
1: Um. But Chris, Chris won his moto that day. He had an early moto. Aiden was the second to last moto of the day, and Aiden made it on the podium. And I have a picture on my phone of the three of us hugging, and it's probably my like just my most favorite memory. See both of my boys on the podium, Aiden's crying. Like it was, it was pretty amazing.
0: I love it. Um, I want to ask you this. Do you ever feel like you miss out on Heather because you spend so much time at the track, which is not your favorite place to be on a weekend or be at Glen Helen or Paula or whatever, but you're with your family, but do you feel like you ever miss out? I know, I think it was mother's day, you went to the beach and you did you had heather time but do you feel like you miss out ever
1: no i don't because honestly oh my god would you guys get away from me i got i got frappy greg and aiden and chris in here dancing on the bed um, being they're probably
0: probably both naked because they're weird
1: no they're not naked they're just being weird <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, um, No, I don't feel like I miss out on Heather time because Aiden's getting older. And I know that these memories are, you know, or these these memories we can make are coming kind of to an end because Mm. Aiden's getting older. And I don't know, maybe he's going to move out. Maybe he's not. I don't know. (laughs) So, I mean, no, I don't. If I'm with my boys, that's all that matters. And people are like, oh, like you're missing out on life. Like you don't really go out with girlfriends. I do nails. I talk to girls all day long. So I have my fill of, I guess you want to say girl time. Mm -hmm. So when I go home and I'm with my boys, I'm happy. Like I wasn't even supposed to come to Oklahoma and last (laughs) minute decided, you know what? YOLO, which is so stupid to say, but I mean, here I am in Oklahoma with these ding dongs.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I'm not surprised you went, but then you were like, yeah, when you come to California, you can stay at our house, even though Chris isn't going to be here. And then, and then like, next thing I know, yeah, you're you're on the road. Like, <laughs> Why am I not surprised?
1: I wasn't, wasn't going to go, and I got home, and Chris was like, well, you're going with us, right? And I was like, well, I wasn't going to. And he's like, he kind of gave me that look like...
0: The guilt trip? Well, that's...
1: Yeah, kind of. It was like a <laughs> voluntary guilt ish type of thing. It ends like, you're not going to go? And I'm like, no, I guess I'll go. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. Here I am.
0: It's beautiful, though. You guys are going to have more memories, and that's the way it should be. You guys together doing... What you guys love as a family—it's really fantastic.
1: Absolutely, I—I love my boys. They're my world, and yeah, every day I get to spend with them, if it's at the track or at home, is it makes me happy.
0: Well, Heather, I have to tell you—you're my favorite, probably my favorite moto mom slash wife. Your family is one of my favorite groups of people to ever hang out with. You make me feel at home, and I love you guys as my own family.
1: Well, you know, you're part of our family, Jamie. Oh, I better be. Of course. Absolutely.
0: What is the music in I the mean, background? What am I hearing?
1: Uh, there's a piano in our Airbnb. <laughs> so I'm assuming that one of these idiots it, that I'm yes. with is trying to play it.
0: Okay. Well, but, I thank you for allowing me to be part of your family and enjoy your your group. Be inside the circle.
1: Absolutely. And you're always welcome at our house. You always have a place to stay.
0: Well, thank you, Heather. This has been a lot of fun. This is Moto Moms, episode five. Thank you for doing it. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Jamie. All right, you guys take care. You too. Bye-bye.